three, two, one. Boom. We're not live. I'm not going to make that mistake this time. What's up, Hatton? Thank hey. you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. How how have how has this whole quarantine been treating you? Uh, well, uh, it's it's a good time to have uh, time for your family, right? You're, you're I mean, hanging out with the family. Yeah. More. You have I mean, a little uh, a newborn, kind of a newborn. Yeah. He's uh, almost a year. Almost At the end of this month, he'll be a year. And then your other one is four? He's four and a half. He'll be five in September. The, the, he is a ball of energy. Anytime I see him at those our family gathering, yeah, he's just like I'm jumping. Like, I need ten percent of that energy. Ah, uh, well, I mean, 10%. sometimes I wish for it. <laughs> right. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I just look at him sleeping and I say, "Wow." And he's, he's still sleep. he's still re- ready to go. Oh, when he goes to sleep, yeah. You're like, how how is he asleep? He's yeah. just running across. I mean, sometimes sometimes he's like, um, in the middle of the day, he's just jumping and uh, running and jumping on the couches, and <laughs> and yeah. at the end of the day, he's like dead. Yeah, he goes hundred fifty percent. Yeah, he's, and he'll be sweating and still pushing himself. Yes, and with this uh, actually COVID nineteen, he's he's not be able to go outside and play like going to a park. Yeah. So I just take him outside for like 30 minutes uh, in front of the house. He just, yeah. just runs on his... I bought him a, a scooter. Nice. And he just goes out. And I take Zayn. Yeah, my, uh, my the, other son. The smallest. Yeah, the yeah. small one. And he just sits on the ground and Elias just going left and right with his scooter. <laughs> yeah. You get him to get him a soccer ball. Y'all play soccer out well, front. Get him ready for when it's back to normal. You get him into soccer again. Cause he, he is... Was, yeah, he is with... Uh, Richardson uh, soccer yeah. yeah, yeah, he plays soccer. Uh, he has a practice each Wednesday, I think, or Tuesday, and a game each Saturday. But it, they canceled, obviously. Oh, yeah, canceled. Yeah, everything is. Canceled. Did they say when it'll come back? Uh, no, uh, I myself, I have, uh, I am registered with the soccer association mm-hmm. in Richardson, and they told us uh, we'll go back to play on April twenty seventh. Really? But oh, we, st- we are in May now. And yeah, nothing happened. Here, bring that, bring that closer. If you want to sit back, you can pull it. Oh, okay, cool. If you want to relax, be comfortable. But no, people are telling me like when they see it on YouTube, they're like, it's not loud. I'm, it's because we're not close to the. Oh, mic. okay. So it'll be like this. I mean, <laughs> you know. <have> to <laughs> but yeah, no, the the I mean, so- and and the first sport that is is gonna be back actually tomorrow. And that's why I said I can't do anything tomorrow. I can't yeah. do this tomorrow. Is because the UFC. I don't know. You know mixed martial arts. Yeah. The fighting. Yeah. They're they're starting back up tomorrow for the first time in over a month. Who's playing tomorrow? It's it, it there's a it's a big fight card. So there's okay. there's a bunch of fighters. It it apparently it's one of the best cards in over ten years. Oh wow. So I'm I'm excited for it. I've. My brother kind of got me into watching this sport when I was younger, and okay. I just got hooked onto it. Ahmed, your brother? No, Yusuf. No, Yusuf. I don't know Yusuf. You don't know him? No. He's the oldest. Oh, no, I know the younger one. Uh, he's he's older than me, too. <laughs> Is he? I'm surprised. Everyone says that. It's because I'm, totally I'm bigger than him, and I have a beard. I don't know. I've been getting yeah. it since probably. I used to play soccer with him. Oh, uh, Sunday soccer. Sunday soccer, yeah. Nice. We probably play too. I, I just hadn't Probably. gone. In. Maybe, yeah. I just haven't gone in, in a while. Oh, I haven't been there like for years. All those Arab guys yelling at me. I was just uh, sick of it. This is how we we, we play this soccer. Is, uh, I know. It's all yelling. But it's not playing. It's yelling. There's no yeah. there's no playing happening. It's yelling. 
Everybody else at you because they want the ball. Yeah, ah, pass Every, the ball. everyone wants to be Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> Just give me the ball and I'll go score. Yeah, and then it doesn't happen. Man, but uh, so Corona's treating treating you well. What, yeah. what kind of hobbies have you been getting into besides scootering? Uh, being bored. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, bored in the house and in the house bored. Uh, well, TikTok. Uh, no, I don't do TikTok. <laughs> Um, I think my, my, my wife wants to do a video for us on TikTok, <laughs> but we haven't gotten into it yet. My father-in-law's in it. My mother-in-law's in it. They're, oh, wow. Yeah. They're sending videos. So it's just the, like, it's an app? I don't know. What is it, actually? It's, yeah, it's an app. You um, there's, there's funny videos. People are doing their songs in the back. It's, I can't even describe it, Allah. Oh. It's, it's very weird. Okay. And uh, it's one of those things that you just get addicted to swiping through, see the next video, see the next one. Okay. I'm... I, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from it, but they keep sending us, they keep sending us videos, and uh, they're funny. But it's like you just get hooked into into sliding and keep watching videos, watching videos. And then two hours pass, and there goes your free time. So you can create a video, like whatever video you want. Yeah, apparent. From what I see, you can be very creative with it. So you, oh, okay. You add a song. You 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 can edit and clip, and it's short little short little videos. Mm. But some people are using it to their advantage and getting popular and making money off of it. But for me, I'm just like... Mm. I would love to do that. I mean, I'm just looking for it. Any idea. Right? <laughs> well, that leads us... All's well. All's well believes in a power of a good night's sleep for all. It's been their guiding principle since launch. They've proven this with products that feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support. Without deflating your wallet, designed to keep to make good sleep accessible to all, the Oswell features hybrid mattress technology for a winning blend of comfort and support. Their goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. The result, the Oswell Queen costs three hundred and forty-five dollars. No, that's not a typo. No, it's not a typo. To get free shipping, 10-year limited warranty, 100-night risk-free trial financing as low as 0% APR and hauling away your old mattress, click on the link in the show notes. That'll let them know that we here at Oobs News sent you and we personally have done this. It was so fast, so easy. They take away the old mattress. They bring you in the most comfortable mattress. My wife was complaining nonstop about how we need a new mattress this opportunity came up i was like we need one got one she loves it she absolutely loves it i love it we enjoy it we finally have good night's rest without deflating our wallet y'all need to check them out click on the link in the show notes let them know that we sent you here at oops news all's well dreamy mattresses for real life buzz sprout Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, etc., all the above, within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. They really care about us. 
Join over hundreds of thousands of podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes. Let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card and signs you up when you sign up for a paid plan to help support our show. We use Buzzsprout. We absolutely love it here at Oops News. Everything is turnkey, easy to use. They have been great and useful and provided us a lot of helpful podcasting information outside of just hosting the podcast. So so definitely check them out and join hundreds of thousands of podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. So you have a uh, an auto shop in Arlington. Correct. That you've, and, and to kind of go uh, before that, you were in accounting, right? Uh, That's I have said. a degree in accounting, yeah. but I never worked in accounting. You didn't. What did you, t- tell me, tell me how that, tell me from the accounting time back in Jordan. That's where you grew up and you were born, right? Yeah. Tell me about that and how you got into all the other stuff. Okay, is so this going to be edited? Or <laughs> if, you, if, if you don't want to put it in here, you don't have no, to. No, I don't. I actually, no. no I, uh, I, I, it's fine. Uh, well, when I started college in Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, University my, of Jordan? Yeah, no, it was uh, Al-Balqa University. I only know university. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not even famous. You know? Okay. Uh, it's very far away from my house. It's like in Fort Worth. Like, you live in Richardson, and uh, yeah. uh, it's in Fort Worth. Whoa. And I had to... Uh, I didn't have car at the time or anything, so I had to ride the bus from a bus, so I jump jump to a different bus and uh, yeah. to get to college. It's like an hour and thirty minutes every day, just going and coming back. Coming back home was the worst. I mean, because it's rush hour. Yeah, and everybody's going home, and it's very hard to find a bus that is empty. You find you a seat, so you have to stand up all the time. For an hour and a half. For an hour and a half. Yo, no. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, at that time, I don't know if it's still doing, I haven't been in Jordan for like four years. Uh, they used to just stop for girls. If they see a guy, if they see, say, uh, if they see a guy, they were like, oh no. And if they see a girl, girl yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, they stop for her. Anyway. That's very sexist. Oh, it is. So you have to walk around. You have to find a girl and be like, hey, can I get on the bus with you? Yeah, or wear a girl's clothes. Uh, <laughs> no delete that scene. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I started as... Uh, oh, God, I totally forgot what the major. Uh, management. Computer management system. Okay. Information. CI. MIS. MIS, Management Information System. Management Information System. Management Information System. I took that class and I hated it. I loved that major. Really? No. <laughs> because I love computer. Yeah. And there's uh, some coding in it. Uh, I love computer and there's some coding in it. So I loved that major. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was careless. Two years, I did not know that there is something called GPA. <laughs> totally. I was just going every day. Just trying to get by. Just get by. Not even going to uh, oh, classes, man. you know, just oh, sit around with, with my friends. and they, they did the same. I mean, like, yeah, three yeah. of us were, like, shocked. That's how the first two years go, or first year at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, in my case, two years, not yeah. knowing nothing about something called GPA. <laughs> because I had friends who were in college before and they graduated. They told me, you know what, college is just go to class. 
and you pass the class, you jump to a different semester, that's it. Yeah. And you I have a point. Yeah, but you have to study for your exams. You exactly. Study. I never studied. I never like. If you, if you actually want to be in that field, it's probably good to study what you're learning, what what you're there for. Like MIS, yeah. I'm sure it's important everything that they're teaching you. For me, accounting, like I had to pay attention. And did I pay attention? No. But but like it's it's useful information for yeah. what you're gonna if you're gonna say in that. But some people just want to get a degree to have a degree, and then they get into this this a different that. field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're thinking about the same thing, you have yeah, you, you might as well take advantage. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, two years passed, and uh, someone I have no idea who did it. He mentioned that. What's your GPA? They asking me. Okay. Yeah. Hey Hatim, what's your GPA? And I was like, what? I have no idea. How do I get that? They told me you go to the registration office and you ask for your GPA. So I went there and I asked the guy who was sitting behind the office, the desk. And I told him, hey, I want to know my GPA. He said, what year are you? Uh, like how, how long have you been in college? I said, two years. This is my second year. Like at the end of it, the second, second <laughs> semester, you know, the second semester. It's not just the first semester, the second yeah. semester. After the second exam, like oh the... Yeah. He said, you've been here for almost two years, and you have no idea what's your GPA. Like, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> I told him, no, actually, I don't know. He said, okay, give me your uh, student number. I gave him my student number. And he just looked at the monitor. And he just looked at me like this, and he looked back, and then he looked at me, and he said, I have no idea what you're doing. I said, what? He said, I have no idea. Your dad sent you here to study, and he's been paying money for you and basically I don't know if I'm allowed to say this what the hell are you doing here yeah that's fine and I was like why what's going on he said your GPA is 1.01 out of 4 <laughs> so what is that it's basically zero. Like, what, what grades are you getting? Like, not even Cs? No, 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 no. All my grades were Ds. Oh, my God. All of them. And I was, like, looking at D. Okay, passed. And you jump. Oh, Move on. Wow, 1.01. Impressive. Yeah. Like, very impressively impressive. low. <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> and uh, I told him, okay, I have a problem. I um, recognize that I have a problem. Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, to be honest with you, my dad did not pay for me. The government paid. Okay. And the government... It's like student loan? You don't have to pay back. A student loan that you don't have to pay back. Uh, what? I didn't know that that's how it is over there. What is the criteria for Somehow, something has to do with the honor. Like like some people... There is your family like known? Yeah. That's you, you have Wasta. Wasta. You have well, the connection. Yeah, I have the connection because actually they give this honor to people who you served in the army. Did you? No. Oh. But as you said, I have Wasta. <laughs> Makes sense. You know? <laughs> nice. So uh, they covered my, uh, my tuition, but they cover a certain amount of hours. As long as you're passing? As long as you pass. Here's the thing. If you fail or you have to repeat a class, you pay for it. Because oh, you, like, let's say your major is 132 hours. Yeah. The government will pay 132 hours. But after you finish 132 hours and your GPA is less than two, 
you can't graduate, right? Yeah. You have to make it to or above. Yeah. So whatever classes you take after that, you pay for it. Man. You understand yeah, how yeah, this works? 100%. Yeah. So I told him, okay, I have a problem. I need to fix it. What do I do now? He said, if you're out of any solution because you already received the first warning and the second warning and the third warning. And of course, Hatim has no idea about like, these warnings. Where's these warnings? Yeah, I because I don't know. I didn't get anything. He said, well, too late. He said, what do I do? He said, how many hours you have this semester? And I was like taking, like being brave, 18 hours. Oh my God. And I told him I have 18 hours. He said, okay, so you guys finished that because we have first exam, second exam, then final. Mm-hmm. And we, at that time, we already finished the second exam. So you're in the last stretch of it. Yeah, he told me, you need six A's to get your GPA to two. So you won't be kicked out from college. Jeez. Okay. And I told him, that's impossible. He said, of course, that's impossible. You got Wasta though. I got Wasta. I knew someone in college. Really? Yeah. I oh, went, really? That, that's yeah. what you got? I went to that person and I told him, hey, he's uh, uh, my dad's friend. But I told him, listen, I'm going to tell you something, but please do not mention it to anybody, not even my dad. He said, okay, go ahead. I told him the story. And he was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big ass. <laughs> My God, he was like, okay, I have, um, he said he has a solution for this problem, but in order to fix this, I have to do something also. Like, I have to do something. A favor for yeah. him. Not a favor. I have to work on, at oh, my yeah, end. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you got to do something. I got to do yeah. something. He said, I told him, what is it? He said, you need to go to your dad and convince him that there is a new major coming out, and you have to change your major to that major. Uh-huh. So we could start you from the beginning. Gotcha, gotcha. And I told him, okay, well, what is it? He said, accounting information system. Interesting. I told him, okay. He said, you change your major. This is what is going to happen. So he chose your major for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to get you where I want to say that I hate accounting. I totally hate it. But why do I hate it? Because of this. Yeah. He chose my major for me, yeah. and he told me, go to your dad, tell him there is a new major coming out, and it's better than MIS, Management Information System, and it has a good like future, uh, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to my dad, I told him, hey, uh, this is what's going on, and he said, he was told, my dad was totally fine, he said, if, if, if it helps you in the future to get a job, yeah. that's fine. That. So I did my part, and I went back to him, I told him, hey, my dad agreed. I said, okay, what's going to happen? When you change your major, you get zero warnings. Your GPA stays the way it is, mm-hmm. but you get zero warnings. What's going to happen is you're going to... That's a straighten up. Yeah. He told me you need to start over with the same amount of hours you have now, same GPA, but zero warnings. So you have the summer semester. In that college, summer semester, they did not consider it as a semester. So if your GPA... What? So why are you taking classes? To raise my GPA. Oh. In my case, I'm not know. Okay. People take classes in summer just yeah. you can finish earlier. Yeah. In my case, 
I took summer classes to raise my GPA, to put gotcha. it up, you know. Yeah. You tell me summer is not an actual semester. So if you study hard and you get like B's or A's to raise your GPA, even if it's not two, you won't get a warning. So you have this semester, summer. You have the first semester, fall, fall, where if you don't <clears throat> raise your GPA, they give you the first warning. And you have the second semester where you, if in case don't, your GPA doesn't reach two, Mm-hmm. You get the second warning, which is you're still in safe side. After that, there's another summer semester, which is not a semester. So if you, you have, like you have four semesters. Mm-hmm. You have summer, fall, second, and another summer semester. Yeah. To raise your GPA. GPA. I said, oh my God, that is totally fine. <laughs> it's a lot from going from a 1.0. So how did it turn out? Took me four years. Four years, not four semesters. Four years. <laughs> so you were in in college a total of six, six years. Six years. I uh, it took me six uh, four years to get it from one point zero one to two point zero four. Oh man! But you graduated. <laughs> I was so happy when I graduated. Best <laughs> moment. It took me it took me five five years five and a half years but I took like a two year break a year and a half maybe in the middle oh yeah I mean yeah, that's different I mean yeah. I suffered but no I I had uh, d- yeah that sounds that sounds terrible because it's a major that you didn't choose and yeah and uh, in the last semester I did not graduate as a, a, like to be honest with you and uh, I had to call my teacher and I told him hey you gave me B. Should have been an A. B plus or A. And I told him, hey, this is what's going on. For the love of God, help me. I need to graduate. I've been here for six years and I just can't. And I have a job. I actually had a job. Over there? Yeah. Where you doing? Uh, I did social security, corporation. Oh, wow. Like administration here. Yeah. I had a job and I told him, yeah, you know what? Uh, I had it Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday. It's an, uh, an hour and a half uh, class. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, yeah. Wednesday. I told him, listen, I really have an actual job, and this is my story, and I really cannot come to class all semester. And I did a wasta. Again. <laughs> Another one. Another one. And he said, you know what? Just come first, second, and final exams. I don't want to see your face in there. Wow. And at the end, I I needed a plus. Like, I got a B. Yeah. a B plus to graduate. I called him again. Told him, for the love of God. Please. Anything you could Please. do. Please. He said, I want to make sure with registration that you really need a B plus to graduate. Uh-huh. So he did call and then called me back. And he said, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You need a B plus. And I changed it to B plus. You graduated. Wow. And I cried like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> grabbed his legs. Thank you. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's that's uh, the story how I became uh, an accountant. That's that's a crazy story. Yeah. I, I know my last year, uh, th- this class was the death of me called economic forecasting. Okay. 
I don't even like talking about it, but it, like it, it made me worry about school. I was like, there's no way I'm going to graduate. I had failed this class once before. It was a weird setup. It wasn't like exams. There was two exams in there, but there was like a total of six total like assignments, projects, uh, and each are about 15%. Each 15 comes up to like 90 and then 10% participation. And uh, you get a, you're assigned a business. Okay. For example, Amazon. And you have to literally look at their numbers, the, the stock numbers and everything. They're, it's called a 10K. And you have to analyze it. And then you have to forecast. Um, you have to forecast their sales for eight periods, like eight quarters. Mm-hmm. So two years. And um, you don't just say, oh, because of this, I think that they're going to sell this much. Like mm-hmm. there's formulas, there's methods. Uh, there's computer programs and all this stuff and you have to really have support for everything that you're showing on paper and it just it was the most difficult course I've ever taken and everyone that took it you know how you can like google yeah like how was this class everyone like it was terrible the professor he's he's from Silicon Valley he was part of Oracle he was like the VP he took it so seriously like it was like life or death and um and I remember it was the last semester I, was, I obviously was retaking it. I took it so seriously. I never studied as hard as I did for this course. And come to the end, come to the end, I'm like, I'm ahead, I'm ahead. All I'm trying to do is get a C. Just need to, oh, just wow. need to pass. Because yeah. like, I know it's, it's difficult. I'm going I'm to lose points here and there. And I remember the very, the, I'll never forget the moment when I saw the grade. Like, I waited all night to see it upload. And when I saw that, I passed. Like, I got a B on the final exam. Oh, wow. So, I ended up with, I think, a, a B in the class or a high C. And I, like it br- like you said, it brought tears to my eyes. Mm. I was so happy. I was like, I'm actually going to graduate. That was my, like, if I, if I pass that class, I'm going a, I'm to a graduate. Other classes were easy. I was getting A's in them. Yeah. No worries. That class was like the defining course of my like my entire life. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna take this class again for a third time. I felt like a failure. Yeah. For one and two, I didn't want to go through that entire class because like you get so close. And by the way, the first time I took it, I got like a in the class like a a 67, I think. So I barely failed, and it just like it broke my heart. I did all that work, stayed up all those nights trying to study, put these. PowerPoints together, put these Excel spreadsheets together, and then I failed. And then I have to do it all over yeah. again for four months. Sucks, actually. It, it's the worst. You it's have to repeat worst. everything you did. Yeah. But, but seeing the other side of it, when you pass, when you get a good grade, and you graduate, it just, it was so. Uh, I don't know the word. It just uh, refreshing. I don't know. It's, yeah. It like I conquered the, the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It different feeling of happiness actually really it's yeah. like a, the, the the grass is really greener on the other yeah. side and you, you're on the other side and it yeah. felt yeah. felt amazing so tell me after you graduate now you're an accountant now what do you do where does that lead you you're in Jordan still uh, well another WASPA after I graduated well actually as a matter of fact the WASPA was there before I graduated to get a job at social security of course my uncle is a manager at Social Security. So somehow, uh, because it's like one of the hardest, uh, how do I say that? Like, it's almost impossible to get a job at that place. At that place, okay. Unless if you have a very big 
Interesting. So my uncle was a manager there. Mm-hmm. And my dad talked to my uncle and he said, my uncle said, well, we cannot hire him right away because it's going to be an obvious. It's going to be obvious. Yeah. So we, we, we get him there as a trainee. Like he's under training. And if he proves himself, he'll get a job. Mm-hmm. So I started there before actually I graduated. Yeah. And I actually about eight months before I graduated, I was like working there. That's why I told my teacher in the last mm-hmm. semester, I told me I can't come to the class. Uh, I have a job. Yeah. And uh, Abdullah, I spent there July 2007 to September 2009. July 2007 to September 2009. So two years two and months. two months. Two years and uh, two years, two months. I never got the job. You, that was training the entire time? <laughs> I mean, it's funny when you think about it. They used to give me money at the end of the month. Like sometimes 150 dinars. Yeah. Sometimes 120. And I made, uh, like I used to get coffee and sometimes food to the mm-hmm. guy who takes your the card. The boss, the boss guy. Not the boss guy. Actually, the boss guy is the one who takes your card and stamp it that you showed up to work. Uh. You know, that's the big one. That's they a were big still doing stand, like yeah. At that time, it uh, wasn't like a fingerprint or you know, electronic. No, it was like a paper. You put it in the, the clock and it clicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to. What is it? Bribe him? Yeah. Yeah. Coffee sometimes, mm-hmm. food. Because if you, you know don't, it's good. Sorry. Kiss ass. Yeah. Kiss ass. Because if I don't show up, they're gonna take like about seven to ten dollars dinars from yeah. my paycheck at the end of the month. Yeah. So I had to bribe him, and uh, he checks for me that I showed up yeah. you know and two years uh, but I was to be honest with you I was a boss myself even though I was not an employee you know That's so funny you were there as if it was your place I mean I had authorization and a manager authorization you, you I was out they don't hear this and no, I didn't do no. I, nothing. Alhamdulillah, you, I didn't yeah. not do anything wrong. Okay. I could have. Yeah, you could have funneled some money to your. I bank could account. have written at a hundred thousand dinars, like hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of money to my. You would have lost all your wasta. Well, at that time, because visa came to America, and I did not care. You know. Yeah. I mean, like you, you had your visa at this point. Uh, after two years. Like in September 2009, I got the visa. Gotcha. So gotcha. from uh, 07 to 09. Gotcha. And this time, I used to write checks. I used to sign them for yeah. people. Uh, so I had a very good relationship with my supervisor and my manager, building mm-hmm. manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like work starts at 8. We get there at 8. We yeah. actually start working at like 9.30. It was a fun job. It was very, like... Easy. Relax. I look at it now, and I say, oh, God, I was like... I didn't have the job, but I yeah. was happy. That's crazy. So, so in 09, you came to America? 9909. No way. You'll I mean, never forget that I one. I will never forget it. 9909. <laughs> Actually, the visa, 9909. Mm. I came here uh, October, October 5th. Right after oh, Ramadan, like oh, it was Ramadan time at that time, yeah. Wow. When I came here. And I was shocked when I came here. I mean, I was like, oh my God, I'm in America. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, uh, what, were, what were you excited to do in America? Like, what did you, 
Tell, I, I never ask this to people that grew up overseas. What did you think of America before you came here? New York. Really? Very high buildings that you, 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 you almost break. Yeah, you almost break your neck while just looking, uh, looking up high up. and looking. And... Uh, <laughs> you can say women. <laughs> yeah, women, yeah. Don't, don't air this. Yeah, <laughs> Cut we it. put this. Uh, That's the, there's, there's women, beautiful women everywhere. Of course. Yeah. But I know America has its own. What you yeah. see on TV, it's totally yeah. different. I mean, it was a big American lie. TV? Oh, yeah. All what night shows? long. What shows? Actually, Friends used to air. Really? Yeah. Do y'all watch Four that three. now? Friends, I watched here. Not over there? I did watch it over there. But you watch it here now, too, right? I did watch it here like two years ago. Yeah. It's a uh, great show. That's my wife's number one show. It is a very funny show. It's, a, it's funny, and you yeah. can just keep watching and watching yeah. it. Uh, you watched it actually in 2003. Can you believe it or not? I watched it as a kid, like like on TV when it was aired. And uh, what surprised... What, I was surprised of something here. Uh, you have to pay for TV. Over there, it's free? It's free. Really? You just buy the... Um, the box? The box. What's the box? Like a satellite? Like a satellite. Yeah. You just buy it once. That's it. So, and you get so, so tell me this. When you, were, when you came here, did you get one of those satellite boxes that you get all the channels in the world? I tried that. That was when I came here, I think 2010 or 11. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot what is it called. But it's a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like a cable box. Yeah. It gets you all the Arabic channels. Arabic channels and then all the American yeah. Actually... No, my dad had one. Like he spent three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that was the price range. Correct. Yeah, you yeah. pay three fifty, but then that's it. You have, and he, it was it was the weirdest thing. We would have to. He would make us do this. We'd have to get online and see what the new code is. You have yeah. to get a code online. Crack it. Yeah, and then because they would like lock it or something, but then yeah. you would have to go online and find it. Find yeah. the code, and then, and sometimes it wouldn't work. Sometimes it would work. So if we figured it out, we get cable. That what happened in 06, I remember, 2006, when yeah. World Cup didn't show it yeah. on uh, TV. So we had to buy the box, and you have to connect it to the Internet. Uh, but that one used to update by itself. So it gets the code by itself yeah. and run it so we can watch the World Cup. Yeah. That's yeah, I remember that. Good times. Yeah. No, we, uh, that's, yeah, we never had cable as uh, growing up. Never, never had cable. Mm. Except when we would do it through this this way, we cheat the system. Uh, you di you didn't grow up on uh, antenna, did you? No, I did. My family was like uh, old school. It took us a while to. I grew up with that phone uh, with the long wire. It's like a it's like a brick phone. The the home phone. No, 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 no. A little after that. Uh, a little after that. The one with just the nine yeah. buttons. Yeah. The nine buttons, and then it. it I don't know. Here, let's actually pull it up. Let's put it here. I got this. Um, old school home phone. It's like this. Oh, yeah. That's what I grew up on. Oh, yeah. We we had the, the same one as that one. You see it? The first oh. picture. Really? Yeah. This, this one? one? Yeah. Yeah, we had one in our house. That's fancy. It is. But we never used it because we weren't allowed to. <laughs> but yeah, I remember these Can't ones. call your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had this one too. Oh yeah, I remember this. It was on the wall. Yeah. 
Now this is the funniest one. Yeah, this one. I uh, <laughs> I, this I, ha one. I have yeah. yeah this one. I, I have it from my great aunt's house. I when she passed, mm, she yeah. still had it. She would still use it in 2018, 2019. Oh wow. She was still using this one. Well, if it works, yeah. why not? I mean, the, but you had to be patient, especially if you dial the number nine. <laughs> you have to wait for it to go all the, all the way, way around. around. Back. <laughs> and the thing is, that phone is probably from the 40s. It still was working. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's what I realized about old... old. Uh, Let's uh, minimize that. That's what I realized about like old old stuff, like old cars. Everything is was built better. Yeah. And now everything is just like quickly build it. Houses are being built in months. I could relate to my uh, my business nowadays. I mean, mm -hmm. if I get a, a car that is uh, that was built in the '80s, it's really harder to fix than uh, cars were like made in 2015 or 16. I'm yeah, talking about body wise, like yeah, yeah. auto body. Like in the '80s, they were like actual thick metal mm -hmm. and it's really you're hard to fix. oh wait you're saying it was harder to it's harder to fix the old one yeah it's harder because it's thicker and it's real oh, you know what i mean yeah yeah i see what you're saying i, I mean nowadays they, they make it so thin you just bend it real you just quick bend it and you fix it but the old cars it's it's harder to work on yeah like uh that that ford i was telling you that i bought when i tried to start buying and selling cars yeah like the the bumper it was bumped in you literally just put your arm around push it out push it out it's good as new. It's good as new. Or maybe you get uh, like a, a heat gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Push it out. That's it. Blow dry. Blow dry. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, you boil boil water. Boil water. That's that's all it takes. It, yeah. And you build the car. And you build the car. <laughs> but if you get a car from the 80s or the 70s, it's impossible to do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And then finding parts for, for older vehicles isn't as easy. It's now, yeah. It's rarely happening. Like, barely find it. And so it makes yeah. it more expensive. Yeah. YBBICBD, also known as You Better Believe It. This is the best CBD product out there in the market. Um, I have struggled immensely to find a, a legitimate product out there that actually works. And it's not easy because what does that mean? You order something, and typically these products cost like $100 a pop. Or $75 a pop whatever it is it's expensive stuff and it's hard to to trust in a company um, without trying it so you have to order you got to try it out if it doesn't work there goes that product so uh, so I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to work with uh, with this company YBBI CBD they're a sponsor of the podcast and they hooked me up with uh, with CBD oil with the with the serum with all the, these uh, powders that has CBD that also gives you energy, so uh, I can't I can't rave about them enough. And I just want y'all to know that y'all have a CBD product that you can trust and that you can always go to for yourself as well as for your animals. Go to ybbicbd.com to get yours today. Okay, so you're excited. You're excited to come to America. <laughs> I am. Did yeah. you ever go to New York? I did in 2014, actually. You did. Nice. Yeah. Was yeah. it like you imagined? It's, oh yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The only thing I did not imagine. No, I went in 2016. In New York, uh, downtown, I don't know, Manhattan, mm -hmm. it smells really bad. Really? Uh, sewer. Sewer. 
Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I thought my, I was in downtown in Amman. Really? This is the feeling I had when I got there. High buildings, well, if you beautiful think about buildings. it, yeah, everyone's, everyone is piled up on yeah. top of each other. Yeah. And uh, I watched a documentary on Amazon about, uh, about New York, actually, when it was called uh, like New Amsterdam. It used to be called New Amsterdam because it was like it was part of Netherlands. Netherlands okay. owned that port. Yeah, this is back when the whole revolutionary and all yeah. that in the late 1700s, early 1800s, and how the development of New York, how it became like this prominent city yeah. with all the buildings and how they had to build. They, most of it is like man-made, like all the all the islands and everything. How uh, and the sewage lines and all that. It's from early 1800s. It's one of the first big cities in America yeah. so I can only imagine how bad the suit oh yeah it smells the, really bad and, yeah. and not update, uh, yeah. updating it and other than that it's beautiful it's yeah, really yeah. beautiful yeah. Uh, Times Square is really oh my god yeah. yeah I remember uh, there's like these benches there's mm-hmm. like benches in Times Square you get to the top of it and you look and you're just it, it's it's you can't describe it yeah uh, actually amazing. when I went there we went to uh a city in New York uh, called uh, Malta. A city in New York called Malta? Is that My outside New York City? Outside, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I think, in the... Upstate. Northern. Upstate. Yeah, upstate. North part of uh, New York. Uh, my uncle uh, cut this. Okay. My father-in-law uh-huh. had a job there because he was laid off here. Yeah. And we went to visit him. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in his apartment over there. And he took us to New York City. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why how I went there to New York and we stayed there. And then after that, we went to Niagara Falls. Okay. It's a total different story, Niagara Falls. Total diff- Have you been there? Niagara Falls, no. Total different story. Mind blown, huh? Wait, can I mean, we keep that in? What? Niagara Falls? Yeah, keep Niagara Falls. Uh, what I want you to cut is my uncle, this word. Yeah. Just cut my uncle okay. and keep my father-in-law. Keep your father Okay, 37 okay. minute cut. Okay. Uh, so you, you went to New York, to Niagara Falls. We drove, actually. You yeah. drove all the way. How far is it from New York City? From New York, I think it's six hours. Six? Because wow. it's like one hour from New York City to Malta, where my father-in-law used to stay yeah. used to work his yeah. apartment and from his apartment to uh, Niagara Falls five hours drive five five hours wow see when I think of New York I think of New York City and that's it I don't think about oh, the rest okay. of it but I hear Buffalo, it's very, Buffalo is very I, beautiful I hear it's beautiful but in winter time it's miserable yeah I can only imagine miserable 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 yeah. But no, I hear it's like it's very country-like, like there's oh, farms is, yeah. and stuff, yeah. and open land. Outside New York City. Outside yeah. New York City. And it's mountains. When yeah. you drive around, it's mountains and hills. And that's, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Is that, uh, that's something I want to do is just explore America. Yeah. There's yeah. so much to be seen. Uh, beautiful one, mountains. Uh, one of the things I really loved, I drove once from Texas to Oklahoma. Yeah. And it struck me that the, the way it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. I never drove. It's the simplest drive. Yeah, I know, I've never driven Oklahoma. like in America this way. Like I drove from Texas, which is like two or three hours. You know what I mean? Are you all a fan of road trips? 
Do you like I it? am, but I'm not it's, sure it's if I'm hard with, with kids. It is hard with kids, yeah. of course. I mean, if my wife's not a fan of them. Well, uh, if I, I if, if I think too. about it, like if I don't have kids and I take my wife on a road trip, yeah. I think she'll love it. Yeah, I think she would she would love it. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it can be restless sitting in a car for a long time. Of but course, as long, yeah, yeah. As long as you stop, like yeah, make point. stops. Yeah. No, uh, like when I was 18, 19, 20, like that college years, me and my friends would always go on road trips. We'd go to Arizona, and that is one of the nicest drives. You go through te West Texas, which yeah. is beautiful. You go through New Mexico, beautiful. And then you go through Arizona, beautiful. You see mountains. and oh, I've never been to gosh, Arizona. It is beautiful. Just don't uh, go in the summer. It's scorching uh, hot. Like 100 uh, is low. The only place I went to is Oklahoma driving, just to be clear with you. That's it. That's it. You got you to gotta get out there, man. You gotta go uh, drive. I wish I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little three day, th three three day weekend. Take a trip. Recently, we're actually doing that in August to Oklahoma. Hey, it's, I was gonna mention that. Uh, it's recently, I went to Oklahoma. There's what did they say? Cabins? Yes. You rent a cabin. Yes, that's exactly uh, what we're doing. They're we so did that. We did that in January. This past January. January. Yeah, before all COVID yeah. nineteen, and you have to stay nice. home. How I mean, nice uh, two two nights, but it was like it's you clear your mind. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, yes. and it's even the cabin is clean. And the cabins there yeah. are nice. I remember the first time I went there, a ton were being built. Uh, I went with my buddies. It was actually an older cabin that we were staying at, but it's in a neighborhood full of different cabins. Like these yeah, 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 millionaires are yeah, building yeah. these cabins left and right. Yeah. We go walking, we start, we're able to just go inside these random cabins. They're yeah. halfway built and we just walk inside. We're just checking it out, being dumb kids. Out of nowhere, this was crazy. Out of nowhere, you hear a rifle shot. Ooh. The loudest thing, it echoes. We, we all panicked and we ran home. Like there is no tomorrow. So I think uh, there's some crazy people out in Oklahoma. But but no, those cabins are beautiful. They are. I They're can't very wait to beautiful. Go. And then yeah. you get like a there's a hot tub in. The oh yeah, yeah. There's a jacuzzi and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then there's I didn't realize there's so much to do. There's river rafting. There's uh, um, zip lining. You can zip. I could up. not do that. You're scared. I went there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am so scared. Of really? Oof, you have no idea. <laughs> I panic. I get a panic attack. Because <laughs> my. Uh, when, when I don't know why I find it. joy in that. I actually, actually, my wife, like, she's not afraid of heights, but she didn't, she didn't want to do it. Really? She said it's very high. I it's mean. different when, we, when you're older. When you're a kid, we don't care about those things. But, I but as we get yeah. older, yeah, it freaks us. Like I, like even Texas Giant and, and Six Flags. It's I like, would never do this. This is. A <laughs> I would never. <laughs> if you pay me, I would never. Man, do. that's the best feeling when you're at the top and you're looking down. And then that first second when you drop, your stomach goes, whoosh, flies up into your body. And right away I get a heart attack. In it. Yeah, it's the craziest heart attack. Then you get to the bar and you're like, oh, I'm fine. And it's, so, never it's, do that, yeah. it's so exhilarating. On the cruise that we went to, they had at the top of the <clears> boat, uh, like, a, like a, you're attached. It's not really zip lining, but you're attached to this hook and you walk around. They literally have something over the, over the ledge. Okay. So you're... You're past the boat. You're on literally a stick, a metal bar, 
and it goes over the boat. So you're literally, you look down, it's water. Oh, it's the ocean, yeah. And you're, you're like maybe 200 feet high, 100 feet. Man, you think you're going to fall in the water. Yeah, I could never do it was, that. No, it was scary. Yeah. But it's that thrill. It's, it's, it's amazing. I'm, uh, telling, I'm afraid of heights. I can't do it. You got to, man. I'm telling you, you're afraid until you do it, and then you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Well, my way of thinking about it is like, why would I be afraid until I do it? Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't get yourself afraid of something. Don't do it. But then once you get through, you're like, oh, I, I, I conquered that. I did it. <clears throat> well, I don't it's think there's a benefit out of it. But it's something you're scared of. Face it. Get past it. It's not something like I do on a daily basis that I have to go through, <laughs> so I have to conquer the, the so, fear. So tell, me, I mean? so tell me this. What about driving like on those those crazy highways in Texas? Those highways Whoa. that are really high. Does it, do those scare you? No. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> when I, uh, when, f- first of all, when I first came to the country and I got my driver's license, mm-hmm. it was difficult for me to drive. It was easier to drive here than driving in Jordan. I don't know. Yeah, if it's more seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's fighting, not driving. Yeah. Uh, but still, I, I because I had to uh, like dr- speed limit was like sixty five on seventy five. Sixty five. Sixty five. Yeah. And I was afraid to reach that speed limit, so I look behind me and everybody's passing me, you know, and I'm just like driving like a chicken <laughs> like this. But I I got over it by the time you know you get used to it. Then I got a, a CDL driver license. I used to be a school bus driver. Okay. I drive these big buses. And at the beginning, I was afraid. I was like, why didn't you guys give me a small bus to drive? <laughs> but actually, when you, get to use, when you get used to it, driving a big bus is way more fun than driving a small bus. Is, is it fun driving on the road, those buses? Yeah, it is very fun. They're strong, right? They are strong. And actually, what makes it fun is everybody knows that you're a school bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they stay away from stay me. Stay away. Even but I, ca- I could stop the police just by opening the stop arm. <laughs> I could stop the police. Just have arm. fun. Just have stop fun. Stop them. Yeah. Calm them down. I had really fun, like seven years of driving a bus. Really? was the funniest thing I ever done. <laughs> Even though I had a hard time with kids on the bus, especially teenagers. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. But it was fun. They would talk crap. Uh, yeah, and they're not following procedures you know yeah. they're not following the rules you know teenagers yeah, we yeah. all been been there done that yeah. yeah man i yeah. can't i can't i couldn't i can't deal with kids i don't know how you did that like uh, you get that used age to teenage you when, when you know you're not con- they're not connected to you <clears throat> i mean they tell you they tell you that you know what just it is what it is on the bus yeah as long as they're not standing up okay. if they stand up you can talk to them other than that just Focus on what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Forget about what's behind you. And but sometimes it was hard to do it. I mean, it was hard. Some kids were like doing it on purpose, you know. Yeah. Just you want to get get you like mad, or you want to see their reaction, you know. Like babies. No, you no wonder. Get, yeah. No wonder you went and bought a car shop. <laughs> well, actually, no. I think about it. I was like, uh, I, that was my decision. Yeah. <laughs> really. I mean, what, it's what's tough about about this business? It's a mechanic or auto body? Auto body. Auto body. Auto body. It's you're responsible for not just you know when you have a job, yeah, and you get paid. Mm-hmm. At the end of the month, uh, let me talk 
honestly here. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the month, you have your uh, your paycheck. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go in, you go you home. Go in, uh, you get your the only thing you have to care about is your home rent and food on table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Something. roof above your head. That's yeah. it. When you have a business, you have to take care of first of all your family and the rent for your apartment or house you have. And there is also a responsibility for the rent of the business. Yeah. And all the bills you pay for your house, so the same bills <laughs> for the business. Utilities, yeah, rent, yeah, everything. You know, and also your employees. Mm-hmm. And also other expenses, you know, like expense on top of expense, top of expense. Uh, and also you have to deal with the government, taxes. Because when you have a job, you have W-2. You get your W-2, you up, fill out your taxes, that's it. You do it online. But... When you have a business, you also have to take care of taxes for your employees, yeah. taxes for yourself. Absolutely. And you have to deal with landlord, uh, fire marshal, uh, customers, c- customers, <laughs> city requirements. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. it's not just like opening a business and, oh, yo, I have a business and I have customers and I have money. It's not that easy. Did, have you not gotten used to it? I am used to it. You're used to because it? Because. No, it seems like you really know everything about it. The ins and the outs. Yeah, and because the business and I had to. Like, I have a friend who is a mechanic, and sometimes I spend an hour, two hours in his shop. Mm-hmm. Just teach me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a mechanic. I want to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You know. So that's why when we went to your neighbor and we talked, I know everything he was yeah, talking yeah. about because I have experience with it. Uh, the good thing about my, I don't know if it makes a difference or no. My business, the auto body shop, I don't deal with customers. I deal with dealers. Like, customer can come in and tell you, hey, my car yeah. is uh, one, two, three, I want to fix it. Mm-hmm. But when I, do with, when I deal with a dealer, he calls me, hey, I have four cars. Come look at them and give me price, how much. Mm-hmm. That's it. Same dealer. I've been working with the same dealer. I have two or three others, but mm-hmm. not as much as... This one deal. This one. So that's the majority of the That's business. the majority of them. And I know him. He knows yeah. me. We know the prices. We know the... Like, we don't do much talking about... Uh, give Numbers. me a break. Give yeah. me a, we know the price. Understood. This one, this price. Yeah. Take it. So that I don't deal so with why don't you find? why don't you find more dealers like this one? In this business... I mean... I mean, we got to take into consideration right now. It's 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 tough with this whole Corona. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk without that. Like why? Why? Like, okay, I understand your point. You know, after almost two years of this business, working with dealers will not make you satisfied with what you're doing. Okay. I mean, you want to do a business that you want for yourself and your family to get better, mm-hmm. to jump to the next level. Absolutely. But working with dealers, you some months you'll end up with zero breaking points. Sometimes a little over, you know. Yeah. Like you spend more than you make. You spend more than you yeah. make. Yeah. And if you make, you make, you won't make like that much that you think about it. You say, oh, you know what? I should have stayed in my job. I make more. Yeah. Than opening this business and all this headache. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. This is how you work with dealers. Dealers are supposed to be in this kind of business a side business. Because there's a difference between dealers and insurance. When you get a car Do you from deal the insurance. Uh, barely. I mean like since I opened maybe three cars. Yeah. 
from the insurance, and most of them from the dealer. So when you get a car from the insurance, they don't argue with you yeah. back and forth. You get a car, the uh, adjuster comes, look at the car, okay. And they don't tell you, like, this is oh, 200. No, no, nothing less than 1,000 in their even if it's just a bumble, you know, mm -hmm. nothing less than a thousand. So you don't get a headache going back and forth with the customers about how much is this and how much it's supposed to be. Yeah. But with dealer, you tell him like, oh, I'll do this for 300. No, give me a break. I need to make money. I need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if they're Arab. I'm so sorry to say that, but especially no. if they're Arab. <laughs> That's well known. That is well known. This, if they're Arab, they will like. I want it for free. <laughs> No, that is that is very well known. Yeah. It's sad, but I don't know where that came from and why that is. Nature. I mean, habit. Um, Everyone saw their 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 baba do it. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You follow. Yeah. <laughs> you follow your parents. I mean, like in Jordan, if you go to Jordan and you buy something, you start like negotiating the price. Yeah. Anything anywhere doesn't matter. It's something like <laughs> people people used to. It's, it's not. Like here, how much is this? Uh, 50. Okay, 50. Yeah, okay, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. We need to change that. I don't think it's a nature thing you can change it. I mean, uh, we're Arab, we're, wherever we go, we'd say the same. And, and we say that, but there are Arabs that aren't like that. Like, I'm sure, like me, we can say me and you, we're not like that. I, I try to, uh, people give discounts, and I'm like, no, you're running a business. Like, tell me what it is, and I'll pay it. Like, I'm not trying to ask for a, uh, a handout. Like, you're trying to run a business. Like, I understand that I'm trying to run a business. When I, like, I, I, if I can offer you a discount, I will offer you a discount. Like, I know where I, where we stand. Yeah. Yeah, you know? you, you, yeah, you're right. But sometimes, like, what I'm going through is, he is my biggest customer. Yeah. And if he brings a car and I tell him like 700 and he says no 300 yeah. and I say you know what take your car somewhere else I've, I've lost like yeah. 75 to 80 percent of my customers you know what I yeah. mean we need to find you more dealers you need to find more dealers you yeah. need to find insurance company that you can deal with I called different insurance companies and they were all like you know what it's almost impossible to deal with you because wow. around you there there is a big guy really so like uh, Collision City or yeah, uh, Service big. King, a big, big, very big guy. So what do what do insurance companies want? What would an insurance company want for them to come to you? They want more of a cut? No, they want. There's a certain uh, requirement. Uh -huh. uh, I meet like about ninety percent of them. Uh, but what's most important? The most important thing for them is to divide the working area from where the customers sit mm. and in my shop it's like almost impossible because the office is right next to the shop where the actual yeah. work is and it's hard I mean yeah. I can't do that and they need uh, certain machines in your shop mm. like machines for pulling frame and I never worked in a frame to yeah. get a $15,000 machine frame. But they I just can't did go it there. through you and then you take it to another shop, that, like someone that you know that has frame? Well, I need to get them first. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got like two or three cars from the insurance, mm -hmm. but uh, like you're my friend. I know you. Yeah. You have full coverage and your car got hit. 
they told me, hey, uh, my god had, uh, got hit and I have full coverage and I want to fix it. This is how I got it. Not actually from the insurance themselves. They call me and tell me, hey, we have a car, come get it or we're going to bring it to you. Mm-hmm. It's through you. You know, people I know. Yeah, yeah, of course. They bring you the yeah. car and... If that, that never, never happens, I will, I, I will, I will, I'll tell you I will come. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I'm not hoping to have to deal with insurance and get in uh, a no, car hopefully. No, 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 hopefully you won't. Hopefully right? you won't, no. So, so let's, tell, let's tell people out there like uh, a tip or two um, about business and what, what they should expect and what they should look out for or what they need to do. First of all, do not open a open a business that you have no idea what is it. Good point. I mean, my point is, let's say you are a carpenter. Yeah. You open a shop, you do carpenter. Yeah. Like stuff. Yeah. You make like couches, closets, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you think that someone you know is a carpenter and he's very successful in his business and you want to jump into this business even though you are a, a lawyer, mm-hmm. a doctor, don't do it. Don't do it unless if you are ready and knowing that it is going to take you more than two to three years of loss to build up this business. If you're ready for that, go ahead. If you have the right yeah. people to do the job, go ahead. Yeah. But if you open a business that you have no idea what is it about, you never fixed a car, you never change a tire, for example, and you decided to open a mechanic shop, for example. First of all, you have no idea what mechanic, and you don't know how to fix a car, and you go hire uh, some mechanic who knows that you have no idea, yeah, and they're going to rip you off. They're yeah. going to tell you, oh, this car needs this, and this car needs this, and they're gonna, at, the, and the, at the end of the week, they're going to get paid. Yeah. And they're not going to touch a car. Yeah. And you get stuck because you are in need for that employee to keep your they, business yeah, running. And you are stuck there. You have no idea what's going on. So, so my first step is don't get involved in a business that you have no idea what is it about. And then when you get in a business, when you have a business, get people around you that that know what they're doing. Like get, Yes. You want, pe- you want people that are... Um, That'll make you better, and that know that they know what they're doing. Like you want people that are experts. Yeah, of course. And you need uh, you need the advice. You need the and it'll make you better. Of course. Yeah, of course. But sometimes you get like this idea in your head. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm against ideas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ideas sometimes are very successful. Mm-hmm. Like out of nowhere, you come up with this idea, and it's like, you know, very successful. What I'm saying is. A tip to be successful is knowing what you're doing. Absolutely. Like, don't go open a, a business and hoping for hoping yeah. for better. Like, you know? like first learn it. You would say. Yeah, first learn. Know it. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because okay. you're gonna end up if you don't know it, you're gonna end up with an a, a worker, an employee who knows how to do it, but he lies to you sometimes, or he it, will it, do a sloppy yeah, job yeah, yeah. because you have no idea. Yeah, what is it? I know what you mean. And you lose customers. It's like he's un- he works for you, but he knows more than you. And if he stays home for one day because he's sick, yeah, your entire day is like you shut down the business. Yeah, because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, no, I see your point. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I've heard though. It's like like um, like Mark Cuban, for example. He when he started a business, I think in the '90s, broadcast whatever. He he knew one part of the business. Like, he knew that uh, how to program and stuff like that. But he didn't know how to run a business. So he 
he hired someone that can run a business so that it's like he focuses on this and he fo- uh, and the other guy focuses on that so it's like 15 15 make 100 so what i'm trying to think through is um in, in the car business it's like is, is does that work or does does that not make sense in the car business uh, like I think it does. does. No, like for me, if I open a car shop and I don't know anything about cars, but I know how to run a business, and then, that's but, a good idea. Yeah, and you, then you hire you, someone who knows how to run a business, and your yeah. job is to fix cars. Yeah, you don't know how to run a business, yeah. but there is someone who knows how to run a business. Yeah, that yeah. works. In my I, in my opinion, I think it works if your business is actually a big one. Yeah. Let's say uh, a franchise. Yes. You know everything. I mean? There's policy and yeah. everything. So you know how to fix cars, but this franchise, this it needs to be run. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you well, hire yeah. someone. Yeah. But if you have like a small shop, like if you open a restaurant, for example, mm-hmm. I mean people want to eat food. They don't want to someone in the in the restaurant telling them how this goes and how that goes. You know? Yeah. Uh, what other points you got? Well, uh, yeah, my first and most important point was like, know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Second one is, depends on the business you open, the area. Yeah, I bet that's a big, yeah, big part in your your field. Yeah, especially. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, a shop on like a major street. Mm-hmm. It's going to be totally different than a shop like hidden behind buildings. Yeah. And as I said, it depends on what kind of business you want to do. Absolutely. Like a restaurant, it's not going to be like hidden behind. Yeah. Uh, restaurant, yeah. cars, cars. Car dealers. Yeah. Like if you if you have money to buy cars from the auction and fix the cars and want to sell them, you need a lot that people can see. Absolutely. Yeah, location is, yeah. is is important. Even like uh, doctors' offices and clinics like that too. Of course, I yeah. think that's important. Yeah. You, need, you need to be able to see them. Yeah. Uh, there's also the um, the equipments you have in the business you open. So you be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. yeah. No, like if you want to fix cars, you need to get the right thing to fix. Mm-hmm. Like one, I, I would say that honestly. Like one of my mistakes is. I waited for the right equipment because I wanted to the business to pick up. Mm-hmm. Then I'll get this. Gotcha. And I was totally wrong. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, there is something called paint booth, mm-hmm. where you put the car inside the paint booth and paint it. So the smell and the yeah. uh, fume and. Uh, Y'all do paint? Yes. Okay. And it took me like almost a year to get that p- booth. I used to paint in the shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. The smell, the fume, the... It sprays everywhere. It sprays everywhere. And even the car, when it's done, it's not clean. Yeah. It's not clean because there's dust around you. Yeah. And um, I discovered that late. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't. I bought one, but it was late. And when I bought it, business was not very strong. Mm -hmm. I mean... You will always be. You will always face uh, problems with your job. Absolutely, job or your business. Whatever business or job. Okay. Yeah. Like if you have a business, you will yeah. always prob- face problems. A c- like in my field, a car. Like we painted a car, and after it was done and dried, you look at it, 
it's messed up. Yeah, yeah. So you have to redo the redo. whole thing again. And one of the things that affected our my business is painting without a paint booth. Yeah. So you weren't prepared. You weren't prepared. Absolutely. So when you're done painting and the car is dry, you look at it, it's filled with dust. Yeah. And I'm sure also planning planning for that to happen. You yes. know? Like don't expect everything to go perfect. Uh, perfect. Nothing goes perfect. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. But at least there is an acceptable yeah. range. Mm-hmm. You know like what I mean? A percentage. Yeah. A percentage. But uh, when, I, when I first started and I used to paint in the, the shop without a paint booth and dust on the car, and when it's done, I look at it and I said, oh my God. So I had to redo the job again. And that's a loss. Yeah. Time and money. Absolutely. So be prepared. Be prepared. Get everything you need to do the job, the right job. Absolutely. And the third one is, or the fourth one, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, the right people for the job. Absolutely. People around you. Yeah, don't, don't get emotional with the people you hire. That's that that comes back to bite you? Yes. I'm sure. Because some, you may get someone, like we're Arab. Yeah. <laughs> I have a business. Your cousin just came from... Are you telling everyone not to do business with Arabs? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm just... (laughs) No, I'm just... It's a fact. Mm -hmm. It's something you face, and people should know it. If you... Like, let's say I have a business. Your cousin... I know you. You're my friend. You're my best friend. Your cousin just came from Amman or Palestine Mm -hmm. or Syria, any place. He has no job, you know? Hey, you have a business. Hire him. Yeah. He's my cousin. Are you my friend? It becomes like... Like, why do you have to... Why, why of all people, you have to take on this person? Because I'm your friend. And you, you are the only one... Uh, I am the only one you have. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't get him a job here and there. So, we know each other. Hire him. So, you will be paying out of your pocket for someone yeah. who does not know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's one that side. The other side, yeah. The, the other side is someone comes to you and tell you, like in my field, I do body. Can you do uh, like paint? Can you do like what can sand? you do? What can you do? Tell you one, two, three. I can do. And you get wowed by him. You hire him. You know. First time, he give you a good job. Second time, good job. Then starts liking. Yeah. And you talk to him. Hey. Then you start building this good relationship with him that. It'll be emotional for you to just tell him, hey, it's not working. Because there's that whole, now my yeah. friendship is going to be messed up. Yeah. Cause, oh. And that's what gets emotional. If you yeah. want to be, if you... So you say, no, I, I'm i running a business. If he's qualified, I'll hire him. If he's not, I'm not going to hire him. Of course. Yeah. That's one. Two, do not get emotional. too friendly with your employees. Yeah. Be a friend of them. Yeah, yeah that's there's fine. A, there's that whole, like... Uh, what's the word? Like personal, a, I think. Well, it's almost like a fantasy. Like you want to be the best boss. You want to be nice. Of to, course, yeah. You want to be their friend. Like, hey, we're cool. Yeah, you work for me, but we're cool. But then, yeah, yeah. they start taking advantage. They start, um, you know, not. Especially not if you don't know what you're doing. Like yeah. you, you have the business, but you don't know how to fix cars. Mm-hmm. You get too friendly with your employee. You became friends. Sometimes you go out after work hours. Mm-hmm. Like dinner or you drink coffee or something. Yeah. And then it gets personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're friends. The next day he calls you at 12. Hey, uh, I overslept. I'm not coming. Oh, man. 
I've, I've faced that. Yeah, I've, I'm sure I've you're not the only one. I'm sure you're not. Yeah, the only a lot one. of people like that. Of course. And uh, like I've had it at jobs where like you get friendly, and sometimes it, yeah, it becomes like that. And then there's sometimes uh, where they they'll like flip, where they're trying to make sure not to get too friendly, so they get mad at you and they yeah. get you in trouble for something. So don't they're get, trying to yeah. yeah that's don't a, make that's it a very personal. Good, that's yeah. a very good point. Very good point. And I think we should end on that. We just we just hit over an hour. Cool. Or it's almost midnight. This is oh, how wow. we do Ram- Ramadan time. Oh yeah, I love Ramadan. Actually, I love it. Right. Ramadan is beautiful. I, and that's something we're missing these days. Is uh, there's not as much interaction. Are you are you seeing family and stuff during this time? Uh, just my in-laws. Just your in-laws. Yeah. Same. It, uh, like I've gone to my parents one time. And Gone to my in-laws a few times. Well, I don't have family but here. I mean, like, that's, just, just yeah, that's a good point. But yeah. then there's like the tarawih, the nightly prayer. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It that's when you sad. go, you, you do your prayer, but then you you're hanging out with your yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah, you meet people. Uh, now you can't do anything. You just pray maghrib and you do iftar. Then you sit Aisha down. And that's it. It's yeah. There's something. So it was not. It was really nice sitting sitting here and, and doing this, catching up, having yeah. coffee. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming. Uh, if anyone needs any car service, car help, tell them. Just call me. <laughs> <laughs> Get close to the mic and tell them. Uh, tell them what? Uh, how to reach you. We we have oh, your, oh, we yeah, have your Instagram. My, we have your Instagram. Yeah, here. there's my Instagram over there. And, uh, you should do a post. Post on your Instagram like this is my business and uh, if you need car Actually, help. Actually, I've done it on Facebook. You've done Okay, yeah. Facebook's a good one. Uh, just uh, my business name, Precision Auto Repair, mm-hmm. 469-644-0108. Link in the show notes, guys. We will we will provide that. If anyone needs any car service, car help, I've seen I've seen their work. He's a great guy. Oh, uh, thank you very much. You, I'm telling you, you can't you can't take your car to anyone else. Oh, not my na- <laughs> not the neighbors, that. not the neighbors here. Uh, go to Precision Auto Repair. Uh, free pickup and delivery. Wow. I do that, yes. Really? Yeah. Especially now, that is perfect. Yeah, I do that. I've been doing that all uh, That's since awesome. I started. That's an awesome. Story. Yeah, if you're Richardson, uh, Plano area, I call me. I come look at car. Tell me what's wrong. Tell you. Uh, what's tell wrong you. With yeah, you. and uh, we agree on a price, mm-hmm. and I just hand me the key. I drive it to my shop, fix it, and bring it back. Wow. Nothing ends in the same day. I mean, no same day. No same day. No, uh, what I mean is, if I take your car nine in the morning, yeah, I'm not gonna bring it back seven p.m. because nothing gets done in on the same day. Yes, yes, yes. Because there is body repair and there is also paint, and the car has to dry, and after dry, it has to be cleaned and stuff like that. So it's gonna be like from two to three days. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Oob Noobs. We are out. Well, this was fun. Thank you very much.